There is One by Gutman Locks. 112. Consider early morning Shabbos service in the Sephardi synagogue. The men begin to gather about an hour before sunrise. The walk to the synagogue is cool and dark. It's the most gentle time of the day. Not even the birds are up to disturb the stillness. The velvet feeling lasts until we enter the well-lighted room. It's furnished with benches and chairs lined up encircling a raised rail platform. The walls boast large posters depicting various Kabbalistic designs and prayers. The feeling seems to be somewhere between Byzantine, Turkey and Persia. It is different, but still comfortable. Soon the importance of prayer takes over and we become lost in thoughts about God and his kindness to us. Next, the singing, as we slowly pronounce each word. It begins to elevate and a slight rocking motion draws upon the holiness as we digest the familiar prayers. The minion grows and on this day it is especially large as one of the men has a son who will soon be married and he and his friends have gathered to give honor and blessings to the family. In the next room, separated by a curtain, is a small gathering of elderly women, the groom's mother and her friends. They are colorfully dressed, especially their headscarves. They sit patiently and reverently awaiting the reading of the Torah. Emotions seem to surface quickly as I look at these women with soft faces and motherly wrinkles. They have worked their entire lives for their families and have asked for nothing in return. It is strange how sometimes it's easier to see such good qualities in other people's mothers than in our own. The pace quickens as the sunrise approaches. We cover our faces with our prayer shawls and attest to God's oneness. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. The prayers become louder and more distinct as we prepare for the standing silent prayers. Then, as the sun begins to shine into the morning, we all stand, face the holy temple, and silently say the prescribed blessings. Next, it's time for the reading of the Torah. I notice a small group of children have gathered. The Torah reading progresses normally. Then, the bridegroom is called up. As he approaches the Torah, the women, who before were absolutely silent, begin to trill like birds. Their tongues reverberate, producing a sound like a flock of frenzied birds welcoming a long-lost friend. Then they begin to throw candies at the bridegroom. Smiles pop out and small children fling themselves to the floor, scrambling for the brightly wrapped sweets. Again and again, the shrill, high-pitched warble fills the room as another shower of sugar bombards the room. Although it's especially aimed at the bridegroom, many salvos are purposely scattered around the room, making even the most stubborn smile. The room is filled with sweetness as old men remember and young men dream. Next, the groom's family is called up. Another shower, another chorus of excited calls, and the children dive after the small pieces of treasure. The gabai goes from man to man with a serving tray, delivering small, colorfully wrapped packages of candy for the adults who are no match for the speedy scavengers who have already swept the floor clean. After the morning prayers, we move outside under the olive tree for Kiddush. 
The Rav sanctifies the day, and everyone tastes the wine. Then each man makes blessings over the various types of foods, and the Rav begins his discourse. The groom sits on his right and receives many pats and prayers and good wishes. The women sit off to the side and listen intently to the words of wisdom. A very old woman is escorted in, and the other women stand. One elderly woman reaches forward and kisses her hand. How warm this seems to me. The sunlight plays on the tables and the birds contribute their songs. How simple holiness is. How easy and pleasant are your ways. There is one dot com.